Beautiful greetings, everybody. My name is Alex Flores. And I am Meredith Rigo. And you're listening to Tea Time with Bitter and Sweet. Today, we might sound a little racist. Lo siento. Meredith, my dear. Yes. What are we drinking today? <laughs> We're having coffee. We are. That's been a trend recently. It really has. We need to knock that off and get we tea. We get back to tea. Yeah. But today we were like, we need coffee. I normally need coffee just but, on a regular basis. But I think because we were like, oh, well, we need to record and all this stuff. So we needed coffee and I have mine with a little bit of vanilla extract and cinnamon and almond milk. And I'm finishing up the creamer that you refuse to drink. I just don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like creamers sometimes, but I... I don't want to mention their name, the name of the creamer, because I'm going to badmouth it. <laughs> I just don't like it. Taste to me, it has a hint of cardboard. Like it just has like a cardboardy taste. The notes of <laughs> tree bark. Yes, that have been compressed into cardboard. <laughs> yeah, it's just, okay. I don't know. Like when I taste it, I'm like, you know, because I, I used to, mm-hmm. to stock at Walmart and whenever you... Uh, stock stuff and you have the cardboard cardboard to me has a certain smell smell. and it has the same it has the taste of that like if i could taste cardboard that's what i feel like it tastes like so again i won't mention the name because i feel like that would be mean well it's a dairy-free option and being lactose intolerant that i am i like dairy-free options because well i do too i just don't like that one (laughs) i'm just not a fan of that it's not good okay hey I don't judge too harshly. Yes, you do. I said too harshly. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. So, (laughs) Alex. Yes. We are talking about Spanish. Versus Spanish. Spanish versus (laughs) Spanish. Um, I I did more research on Mexican Mm -hmm. Spanish, like going to Mexico. Yes. And so I have some suggestions, actually, that... that, uh, a website, a couple different websites told me were good suggestions for travelers to okay. learn. Okay. And and you're going to tell me if that's okay. I hope that I can do that for you <laughs> If you today. can't, that's okay. <laughs> Maybe it will inspire listener mail. Okay. Okay. So the first one that you should know is, ¿Dónde está? Where is? And then insert thing here. Yes. Yes. ¿Dónde está? Donde está el baño? Where's the restroom? Right. Or bathroom. That's that's an important one, especially in certain <laughs> cases. Yes. If you run in somewhere and you say, Donde está el baño? Then they're like, oh my God, they really have to go to the restroom. <laughs> they're so urgent about yes. it. Okay, another one. Okay. There was a, one website that was very snooty that was like, when is my reservation? And uh I, I don't know. Like the, the oh, questions just sounded super snooty. Didn't yeah. It? That, uh, that actually is a phrase that people use. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't get that one because I was like, that sounds. That's, yeah. Anyway. So another one is cuando. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to say this right. Cuando sale el vuelo. I don't know if you said that right either. <laughs> cuando sale el vuelo. When is the flight? I did not know that phrase because I don't take flights. But one thing that I do know... I could say it being beneficial. It could be beneficial, yes. But one thing that I do know, and this is a very prominent feature of Spanish uh, languages, 
Now, language, since there's only one of them. <laughs> uh, but there's a different... But there are different dialects. Yes. Yes. And also, like, I feel like there's a difference to me between, like, me as a traveler going to Mexico. Mm-hmm. My Spanish is going to be very different yep. to the Spanish that somebody who's, you know, been there all their life and they know Spanish only. But your Spanish accent, it really isn't that bad at all. Thank you. It doesn't sound like you're from Texas. Or it does sound like I'm from Texas <laughs> because I'm close to the border and you can, and you slightly can hear, hear the accent. A, a little bit better. Now, the, the prominent thing that I know about the Spanish culture is that if a word ends in the exact same vowel that the next word starts with, mm-hmm. they combine it. Oh, yeah, I, d- I didn't know that, I but I forgot that I knew that, So if that makes sense. The word um, un numero is a number, or uh, um, I, it's not really a number, it's like an number, but it's kind of hard to explain. Mm-hmm. So un numero, or like one number, or like a digit, I guess is what you would be referring to. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying un space numero, you would say it all as one word. You would say un numero. Right. So your ends would be combined and the first word and the second word would technically become one word. This is one of the reasons why a lot of people have a really, really difficult time understanding native Spanish speakers. Yeah. Because you can literally have like four words all combined into one phrase mm-hmm. and there are no spaces you just have to know where the next word you just starts. gotta know where the spaces yeah, are where the spaces are supposed to go that's one of the really really difficult things because people say that spanish speakers speak really really fast yes they do and that's one of the difficulties about understanding spanish well it's not necessarily that they speak quickly it's just that they conjugate pretty much everything and if you did have trouble understanding them <laughs> I have some phrases that you could say yes. if you wanted to ask them to repeat themselves or say, what did you say? Oh. So the first one is como. Como. Just como. No, that's how you say it. So like como. And oh, then you yeah. put like a question mark on the Yes, end. there's a como. Como. Yes. Which is, what was that? Like if you were saying, if they said something to you and you said como, and then they would say mm-hmm. it back to you. Mm-hmm. Or you could say... Lo puede repite, uh, oh, hold on. Lo puede repetir. Lo- will, will you repeat that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Can you repeat that? Mm. And then you could say, no entiendo. I don't understand. Exactly. Uh, if you, they were talking to you and all of a sudden you did understand, you could say, oh, oh, oh entiendo. Mm-hmm. I understand. <laughs> um, if you, they said something to you and you had no idea what they were saying, you could say, ¿Qué significa eso? Okay, so for me, the literal translation is what is, why is that important? Sure, but also, like, to me, so de nada, you're welcome. Means of nothing. Yes, or, uh, yeah, it's nothing is what yeah. that means. So, like, it means you're welcome, but the literal but translation. What you're saying is, oh, it was nothing, don't worry about it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But you're not saying you're welcome. <laughs> right. But for people who don't... So I feel like that's very common in the Spanish it is, language. It's super common because one of the other problems... Not not, not, uh, one of the other problems, aside from conjugation in the language, is most of the time, the literal translation of what you're saying isn't actually what you're saying. Right. Because it's kind of like a different emphasis. 
So if I said, que significa eso, you wouldn't take the literal translation. No, I wouldn't take the literal translation. I would know what you're talking about, but yes. the literal translation, for me, when so if you, I So if that, I said that to you and you knew I wasn't a native speaker, yeah. you would think, okay, they're asking you, what does that mean? Right. So it still works okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll agree with that. Okay. <laughs> because regardless of whether you're asking, what does that mean? Or what is the importance of that? Mm-hmm. I would probably still give you the exact same answer. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay, the other ones, the basic ones that I feel like everybody should know, but maybe just because I, where I live, maybe I hear it's them so more. It's so common. <laughs> okay, so hola. Hello. Mm-hmm. Adios. Goodbye. Hasta luego. I'll see you... Um, later. Later, mm-hmm. or in the evening. Later, luego. Okay, just later. Yeah, and that, apparently that's very common just to say. In general, yeah. instead of adios, people say hasta luego. Yeah, it's, just, it's literally just like, see you later. Yeah. Uh, ¿Qué tal? Um, how are you? Or how, how How's have it you going? been? Yeah. yeah. Uh, ¿Cómo estás? Again, how are you? Yes, which is, <laughs> I feel like is a more formal. So it she, is. she was saying, if you don't yeah. know these people, you might say ¿Cómo estás? instead yeah. of ¿Qué tal? There is a very, very, very big difference between the Spanish you would use with a peer and the Spanish you would use yes. with a, uh, how would you say, Damn it. like an maybe elder? a superior? Yes. Yeah, some sort of superior. Like either it could be an authority superior mm-hmm. or it can be like an elder in your family. And I kind of like, love that there's mm-hmm. such a big difference. Like there's such a, there's a difference between languages when you're talking to somebody who is an elder yes. or somebody in a formal way, but then yes. they have the informal way, which I guess is similar in English, but it's less prominent. It's okay. So the difference that I feel like in the way that you would explain it to somebody who speaks native English would be how you would speak old English, mm-hmm. like very, very regal. Formal? Like the, it, it's not so much formal because I mean, like you can have formal conversation with so somebody. Like, what I'm thinking of is more like regal like English. Like British. Kind of like British. But not not like Cockney. No, not but. like Cockney. <laughs> but like if you were addressing somebody of like royalty or if you were addressing somebody like the president, you wouldn't say, hey, what's up, man? How's yeah, it going? Get right? down. You would be like, oh, Mr. President, it's an honor to meet you. Yes. Stuff like that. So that's how, uh, yeah, I think it's similar, but I love that in, in Spanish, there's specific, yeah, there are specific ways words. you say it in yeah. words. I just, I think that's cool. And if you speak to your grandmother the exact same way that you speak to your brothers and sisters, you will get it's hit. It's a sign with of the, yeah. You will get disrespect. hit. You will get hit with the chunkla. You will <laughs> Which have is a your chunkla shoe, right? To the it's a it's a flip flop. Uh, flip flop. Okay. Yeah, that's what. It is. Uh, well, yeah. Okay. Really, just any type of shoe or sandal. Got it. Mo- mostly, it's just a sandal. <laughs> the chunklas. Yes. Um. How, buenos dias. Good day. Or good morning. Good morning. Buenos tardes. Good evening. Uh, buenos noches. Good evening again. <laughs> buenos tardes is supposed to be good it's afternoon. Good afternoon. And then the other one. Buenos noches. But you know evening. me. I have lunch literally at all times of the day. So I don't really, I don't, I don't <laughs> really like do times hobbit. of the day. You're like a hobbit. Um, yeah. Okay. Other ones. Por favor. Please. Yes. Gracias. Thank you. We've discussed this one, but de nada. Nada, is we're welcome. Lo siento. I'm sorry. And disculpa. Disculpa. Uh, I don't know that one. Or disculpe, which is excuse me. 
Oh, that's right. That's a, that's um, that's another literal translation that I don't follow. Well, there's also apparently there's a lot of confusion uh-huh. between. Uh, so I got this from a video. It's uh, on YouTube. Then and the channel is called Spanish and Go. Mm-hmm. And the the YouTube video is called Beginner Spanish Phrases Every Traveler Needs to Know. Mm-hmm. So she said on the video. Mm-hmm. So these two get very confused. Lo siento. Mm-hmm. And disculpe or disculpa. Because uh, they technically mean the same thing. So she said, lo siento is more like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry you've had a bad day or right. you apologize for something that you've done. Um, disculpa or disculpe is, excuse me, like if you've run into somebody or if you are trying to get somebody's attention, you could say disculpe. So lo siento technically is saying, um, I have a feeling of sorrow Towards whatever towards you're this saying, situation. or yeah, disculpame. It, w- yeah, that disculpa. was disculpame. Is more or so you are telling them, um, uh, you're asking, uh, how do you, oh, shit, I don't really know how to explain this. I just saw it as like, I, I feel like it's kind of similar in English. Like, if I accidentally ran into somebody, I'm sorry, and excuse me are kind of interchangeable. So I could see it being confusing. It is a little bit confusing, but the fact of telling somebody you feel sorrow and the... Okay, so I guess the best way to say this is lo siento would be, oh, I am sorry. And disculpame would be, will you excuse me? Right. So like disculpame is more of a question. Right. It's an, but lo siento is a statement like, oh, this is how I'm feeling. I'm so sorry. I've... I've, um, I've burdened you right. with this kind of situation. Sure. While on the other hand, you're acknowledging what situation had already happened and then you're being, oh, will you please forgive me? Yes. But that's one of the reasons why I actually don't say disculpame. I always say perdoname, which is forgive pardon. me. Or pardon me. Yeah, pardon me. Forgive me or pardon me. Like I, I, um, I have actually said lo siento perdoname like together. Mm-hmm. As one sentence, it was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Will you please forgive me?" Yeah, like that's I, I've never said this. Good for me. That, for, to me, that's a little. I that, actually that's, have, that's really formal to me. And maybe that's I've heard it in. Uh, I, I've took three years of Spanish, <laughs> and I don't remember much of it. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> but um, that's something I do remember is that uh, any time I had to get the teacher's attention. She would ha- ask us to say uh, disculpe, uh, and so uh, and I also always understood uh, chicle en la basura because <laughs> I'd walk in and she'd say chicle en la basura. Take a seat. No. What is that? Put your gum in the trash. Oh, never mind. <laughs> we'll edit that out. <laughs> so you don't look incompetent. Yes, that's fine. I'm not very good at Spanish. That's I'm okay. pretty. Cool. I'm I'm pretty decent at Spanish. That's all right. Um, I'm not going to do all of the little phrases that this woman said, cause you can mm-hmm. go look at the video yourself. Um, but I did get to shopping. And so like, she gives you a couple of things that you can say when you go shopping. Mm-hmm. So one of them is cuanto es. How much is this? Yes. What's the total? Yeah. Um, and then que es eso? Uh, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> Which I feel like is hilarious to ask, like be like, que es eso? That's, that's <laughs> what all. is that? And to me, I would probably say que este. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this? Sure. But, ¿qué es esto? That's... Eso, eh, no eso. T. Oh, okay, never mind. Fuck me. Eso, <laughs> that, again, that's another way of formally saying something. ¿Qué es eso? I think that most of the stuff for travelers, they make it more make formal. Make it formal? 
And maybe that's so that you don't offend Offend somebody. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that being kind of smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one, cuanto cuesta? How much? Is, uh, How much is that? So if you like pointed at something oh. and you're like, cuanto cuesta? How much is, yeah. How much is this worth? Mm-hmm. Yes. So those are some phrases. And if you want to know more of those phrases, cause she mm-hmm. has some, if you are making a reservation, mm-hmm. if you are, um, out at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So like she has a bunch of different ones. Uh, she even has like, uh, can you take a picture mm-hmm. for me? So that if you are traveling and you're just there as a tourist, Mm -hmm. you'll have certain phrases that you can know. So you're not one of the ugly Americans (laughs) because ugly Americans don't learn any Spanish and then go to Mexico. People don't like Americans (laughs) most of the time. What? (laughs) Why? Oh, goodness. Um, Okay. So something else, a social media survey. I was looking up what the uh, sexiest languages are. So what do you think? There are the four top that I found. What do you think the four are? Spanish, French, German. And I don't know. I don't know. what the, I, I would guess like Portuguese. Mm-hmm. You guessed wrong, my friend. Fuck. Italian. Oh, Italian. Because of course. Of course. <laughs> I should have guessed Italian, but I didn't. That's okay. So between French, Italian, uh, Spanish, and German, which one do you think was considered the sexiest? French. No. Spanish? Yes. Really? Yeah. Yay. (laughs) Yay, public surveys. Yay. We stand. There's probably no uh, actual scientific data towards it, but it's a social media survey. Well, you know, most romance languages are pretty popular Mm -hmm. when it comes to like romanticizing things. French is second. Really? Yes. So I love French. Yes, I do too. French and then, uh, so it's Spanish, French. And then the last two, which one do you think is the very last? German. Yes, that's right. (laughs) Most people don't find German that that romantic. I think it's very... I think it's super romantic. But one of the things I think... Okay, so this is going to come out a little bit explicit. I think if you like it rough, you're going to like German. But if you are more of a (laughs) soft type of romantic, then you're going to like Spanish and French. Does that make sense? Sure. But it, I mean, like, it, it's kind of explicit to say that. Like, yes, it is. You know what I mean? Explicit. Explicit warning. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, okay, so what would you rate them? So between Spanish, French, Italian, and German, what are the? What would be your rating? French is probably number one. Okay. German is probably number two. Um, Italian is three, and then Spanish would be last. Because mm. just because I know so much Spanish and it's not like... So to you, it's just like, okay. There's no exoticism there for me. Right. Like it's not foreign. Like it's not mystifying. There's nothing special about it to me because I grew up around Spanish. Mm-hmm. So Spanish is like, if I hear somebody speaking Spanish to me, they're normally mad at me. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, <laughs> like if I hear somebody use my full name, but they say the Spanish version of my name, I'm about to get my ass whooped. Like yeah. that's what <laughs> I'm sure you've heard it a lot. I think my rating would be Italian first, uh-huh. German, okay, Spanish, okay, 
And then French. And then French. I just, I think it's a good language and everything. Yeah. But when I think of French, mm-hmm. I mean, I just think of snooty. So like I hear it and I don't think sexy. I think snooty. Like mm. Mm, they are just better than everybody else. May, I, maybe. It's because they are. <laughs> but I don't want to know. Like you don't have to tell me. I, I know you're better than everybody else. I think snooty is sexy though. So maybe that's one of the reasons why I find well, it. Well, no. I find it very <laughs> unsexy to be snooty. <laughs> oh, goodness. But yeah. I I also really, really love Span Not Spanish. Uh, I do love Spanish. But I also... The, one of the reasons why I put French as one of my top is because I love French music. Yeah, it's good. French music is so... To me, it's good. the hardest to do French music. Oh, yeah. It's so difficult. It is. I had to do a French aria for... Because uh, we were music majors. Mm-hmm. And for my recital, I had to do a French aria. Mm-hmm. And it went fine. But I'm just not very good. <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. The 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 aria. I I don't know. It's just hard to. I feel like French is really hard to master, but I feel like Spanish is a lot easier. But that might just be because of where we're from. Mm-hmm. Because we're in an area where Spanish is such a prominent language spoken. Like I go to work and I hear Spanish every day. So that's like, I feel like it's so common here that like, to me, Spanish is so much easier (laughs) and and in return. So is like Italian and uh, Spain Spanish because they're different. Yes. So I think that that makes a difference. There's such a large difference over continents. Because I feel like if somebody, let's say if there was somebody who was German, Mm -hmm. uh, in their schools, they learn a lot of different languages. Mm -hmm. And so like if they were bilingual French might be more uh, French and English are probably easiest because that's the ones they hear the most. I agree. Um, they don't hear as much Spanish. They might hear a lot of Italian though. Yeah. But anyway, um, I think because of location, it's just kind of easier for us. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Fully. Great. I'm glad you agree for once in my life. So one of the reasons that I actually, for once in my life, one of the reasons um, that I don't speak Spanish is because my parents, um, take, I don't know, how do I phrase this without sounding ignorant? Um, <laughs> my parents wanted me to have an easier time in school growing up. Sure. So they chose to primarily speak English to me so that, yeah, in the home, so that English would be my first language. So my great grandfather, Uh he was from Italy, Mm -hmm. spoke fluent Italian, Mm -hmm. and then with his parents moved to New York. Mm -hmm. And from there, for whatever godforsaken reason, (laughs) he moved to Texas, (laughs) where he married my great grandmother. Okay. And my grandfather said they did not teach Italian to the children. And my great grandfather said it was because, um, he wanted, when you live in America, when you live in the United States, you should speak English. Yes. So he did not teach them Italian. He taught some phrases, very little, 
Um, but mostly uh, they spoke English in the house only. Cause mm-hmm. he said, when you live mm-hmm. here, you need to speak, speak English. English. That's, that's the language here. And I would expect you, if you went to Germany to speak German, if you right. go to France, you speak French. French. If you go to Italy, you speak Italian. Italian. So he, so he was very much like, if you are in a certain country, you should speak that language. If you were born here, that should be your primary language. Right. So I could see your parents thinking that that would yeah. be more beneficial and probably mm-hmm. is more beneficial yeah. for you. It's good to know other languages, I think. Yes. So I, I don't, I'm conflicted with that because I feel like he was a little wrong. Like, I think that he should have taught a little bit of Italian just to have that culture still. Yes. But I, cause I know very little Italian. So most of my family... Um, I think we started using English as our primary language with my mother's generation because all of the generations above my mother still primarily speak Spanish. Yes. And when I, like when we visited your grandmother, she, yeah, she, she was, speaks a lot of Spanish. She speaks a lot of Spanish and she flows in and out of English and Spanish. Yes. Yeah, Spanglish. Spanglish. What we, what we call Spanglish. So she, I understand her when she's speaking Spanglish because she's always spoken Spanglish. I love Spanglish. Also, and, that's a great movie. Adam Sandler's <laughs> And my, um, her parents, they only spoke Spanish. Right. I have never heard my great-grandmother speak English ever before. Yeah. And uh, your great-grandmother was at, we went to a, a thing for your mom and your great-grandmother was there. Yes. And I remember that she's only. She's only ever spoken Spanish. Yeah. She does know how to speak English, but she chooses not to. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. I, I think that's what I, my confliction is, is I'm like, if you just speak English in the country or just yeah. speak French or just, mm-hmm. you lose some of your own authentic self yeah. I feel so that's why I'm a little conflicted about I agree that you should know the language mm-hmm. I don't think it should be so strict though that you're like I'm not going to teach my children this language I agree for the most part primarily because you know when you start to think about the history of the United States it's really hard to it's a ignore, shit show <laughs> that too it's really hard to ignore the fact that slavery was not that long ago right you know what i mean i mean our country and is not very old no, at all it's not very old at all but discrimination is real mm-hmm. and people face discrimination on a daily basis even still to this day with as much as we have progressed there's still a lot of progressing to do so, in one aspect, yes, I understand westernizing your children. Yes. So that your children will have a higher chance of success and survival as they go off into the world. And I I, I do agree with that. I do. I just feel like the culture can be lost. Even a show I watched yesterday, uh, they were talking about how they named their son something that was very... You know, like they named their son like John or something like that. Very westernized, very. And and they said, I did that because I don't want them to be persecuted or uh, looked down upon. Yes. uh, Because they're of a different culture. And this is like an Italian family Mm -hmm. or something. So they named their person, their Italian family member, something that was very American. Yes. So that they wouldn't be persecuted because anyone named Carmine or (laughs) Vincent or whatever. The great thing about the way that my parents named us is, uh, of course, our, their children, my siblings, we all have the same initials, J A F. Mm -hmm. And 
one of the great things that I love about my name specifically is that all throughout my life, I've heard the westernized version, but I've also heard the traditional version. Mm -hmm. So my name, my full name, Jacob Alex Flores, Mm -hmm. in Spanish would be Jocobo Alejandro Flores. Right. So I've heard all of them. Like, uh, and I've heard... I. so Jacobo is literally just Jacob, just with an O added on to the end. Alejandro is Alex, just the Spanish version of Alex. Mm-hmm. Well, not or necessarily Alexander. Alexander. Yeah, not necessarily Alex, but full of Alexander. And then Flo- But like, you can tell, I personally, because I know just the differences, when somebody sees my name, like where I work, for instance, mm-hmm. if somebody sees my name tag, I know when somebody speaks their primary native language of Spanish yeah. by the way they say my name. So <laughs> I have a funny antidote. Uh, because of my last name, uh-huh. my last name is Italian. Yes. Okay. Because of where I live. You want to know something really funny? Tell a me. A little tidbit. Like when I first met you, I thought your last name was Figaro. No, but that would have been really cool uh, because of our major. I think we Figaro, Figaro, Figaro. Yes, we were studying Italian opera at the time whenever I met you. And um, I remember listening to that um, opera. and um, <laughs> That aria, yeah. That aria. And whenever you told me what your last name, I think I literally just like disregarded it. Yeah, and you were like and Figaro. And I was like Figaro. Yeah. <laughs> and I saved you in my phone as Figaro. That's fine. And I guess at some point I forgot. And then when I saw your name like written down somewhere, I was just like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, a lot of people think it's Spanish here. Because it ends in an O. Oh, yeah. I can see that. So a lot of people just try to say it like it's a Spanish a last Spanish. name. Oh. And then sometimes, like if I'm going in for an interview, for instance, uh-huh. I've seen people kind of look surprised <laughs> um, because they're like, Miss um, Frigo? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. And it's it, like, I can see in their eyes, like, you're really white? <laughs> and I'm, I just want to be like, Italian. Italian. I'm Italian. Italian. <laughs> uh, that's about to be fixed because I'm going to marry somebody Carter. with a yeah with a white man last name. You're about to be a, a very Carter. white woman. Yes, very much so. <laughs> Nobody will look surprised anymore. No. <laughs> uh, but it's so funny well, to me. Well, you know, Jay Z is a Carter. Oh yeah. Mm. So is a uh, June Carter. Beyonce Carter Knowles. Mm. Now they'll be shocked because I'm white because I'm not black. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding okay that's all I got okay um very well then I personally don't know fluent Spanish because like I said my parents chose to teach me English as my primary language me either but I uh nice yeah I um I know Spanish convincingly enough mm-hmm and I can understand Spanish whenever people are speaking to me. But one of my go-to phrases is, Lo siento, no comprendo. Uh, I always just say, no entiendo. Lo siento. Uh, comprendo. They're technically the same thing. Not really, but sort of. Um, I always say, uh, no español no muy bien, pero comprendo pequeño más. Mm-hmm. And people look at me just like, you just now said you don't understand Spanish, but you literally speak it perfectly. And I'm just like, (laughs) I know, I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, 
I think if you grow up in that, in that kind of household where people do speak Spanish mm-hmm. and you understand it. But like, give me a script and I can speak it perfectly mm-hmm. as I'm reading it. I can 100% and you would, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference, mm-hmm. but, um, try to hold a conversation with me. And I literally could not hold a conversation in full Spanish. Right. I would probably speak in Spanglish if I had any Spanish in my sentences at all. Fair enough. And it's kind of, it's kind of weird because sometimes Spanish speakers will come up to me and just like pop off a full conversation in full Spanish and my mind doesn't register that they're speaking Spanish for a minute. Mm-hmm. So I normally like miss the first half of their like, conversation. I'm just like, wait a second, hold up, hold on. Mm-hmm. I have to switch my brain. <laughs> you just start over. That's the hardest part. I think it would be for people who speak Spanish is yeah. the going back and forth. That would confuse me. There are, uh, it, it comes naturally to some people, other people, it does not. I bet. I bet it's just how their brain works or if they were taught both at the same time. Yeah. Like my sisters, for instance, they mm-hmm. are uh, half, I, I guess, either Mexican or just half Spanish. I'm not mm. really sure, to be honest with you. They're half Latin. Okay. And uh, their mother, my stepmother, teaches them Spanish phrases and, and uh, they are being taught to speak Spanish. Mm. And I think that's great. I think that's a good thing for them to do. Um, because especially where we live, like I said, there's a lot of people that speak that language. So that will be really convenient and, and good for them. Even my dad now, he knows a lot of Spanish because my stepmother has taught him. Yeah. Which I think is, is a good thing. Yeah. I would have liked to have learned fluent Spanish because, you know, there are opportunities that come up with that. But also at the same time, I really am grateful and thankful to my parents for giving me a good Spanish. Uh, English foundation good because not only that but I also grew up with a little known fact about me that not a whole lot of people know I grew up with a stutter yes I had multiple speech impediments I did know that you told me yes I took speech therapy for almost 10 years Mm. whenever I was young and I remember my mom telling me stories of when I would go into her bedroom and I would literally just stand there for 20 minutes trying to say a a five word sentence right? and I wouldn't be able to get through the end of my sentence and I would just start crying mm-hmm. and I would just walk out of the room and she would be like, it was like the most heartbreaking thing ever because I knew what I was saying. It was just really, really difficult for me to finish what I was saying. Mm-hmm. So after so long of finally getting it right and my stutter still comes out whenever I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Uh, a lot of people, um, uh, they think that when I get even slightly buzzed, I'm a lot more drunk. Because than, of the stutter. Because of the stutter. Yeah. Because Russell um, kind of stutters, but I think it's kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> I can have literally just one glass of wine and the stutter will come back. Right. And people think that I'm like shit faced <laughs> when really I'm not shit faced. I just lost my control over my sure. voice. <laughs> and that's, that's also, your story that's, and you're sticking to it. But also on the show before we've had drinks before. Yes. And my speech is kind of difficult. Kind of stutters. <laughs> it stutters and it slurs quite a bit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I have to very consciously focus on what I'm saying in order for it to come out the way I want it to. Proper. Come out. Yes, properly. Got it. 
And there are certain things that I even still to this day, I say very particularly. <laughs> <laughs> like particularly. Particular. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, growing up as a Spanglish individual, I appreciate the language. I do. But I'm really glad that I know English. Good. Because English is a universal language. I'm proud of your family. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of you too. <laughs> but they created you somewhat. Decently? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'll make sure to tell my mom. Okay, good. Shout out. Hey, mom. Hey, Candy. <laughs> oh, another great thing about my mom's name. Her full name is Candida. Candida. But her westernized name is Candy. For whatever reason, my brain immediately went to La Cucaracha, La Cucaracha, <laughs> which is, I know, the cockroach or something like that. That's nice. Anyway. Let's move on. Candida. That's much pretty, prettier it, than it's a really La Cucaracha. It's a really, really pretty name. Yeah. So, um, moving on. Yes. To brewing something better. So, what makes you bitter? So, I have a Posh Market account where I sell clothes. Do you know what Posh Market is? I've heard of it, but I don't think I know exactly what you're talking so about. So, you, you take a picture of clothes that you're trying to sell, and you try to sell it on Posh Market. And all of my clothes are relatively cheap. I charge about $10 for each So, is piece. it kind of like an eBay thing? Kind of. Uh, but it's purely clothes. Like, there's no nothing else. Mm. I mean, they have clothes and jewelry mm. and, like, makeup. So, I guess stuff you can wear. Okay. Um, but anyway, so I use it for clothes. I, I mm-hmm. will take pictures of my my clothes and sell it on there. Mm-hmm. Usually about $10 because I'm just trying to get rid of it. Mm. Um, so this lady, I, it's like this blouse that I bought for uh, a long time ago, I guess. And it, mm-hmm. it was $60. Mm. And I'm trying to sell it. So I put $10. Yeah. That's $50 off. That is a nice deal. Yes, it is. So this lady... Uh, you can do this thing where you do an offer, like you can offer this amount mm-hmm. or counter offer. Mm-hmm. So I offered $10 and she countered offered me for seven. And I was like, just pay the fucking $10. <laughs> like what is wrong with you? <laughs> so I almost hit decline, which is a real bitchy way of being like, no, no, <laughs> but, but also you can just let it expire. So in 24 mm. hours, it'll just expire. And you don't have to tell them no. I see. And I just let it expire. But I mean, it's not quite expired yet. I think it needs a couple more hours. But I was just like, uh, why? Why can't you just pay the $10? That's not that expensive. And like they uh, Posh Market gets a certain percentage. Mm -hmm. So like if she pays the $10, I get $7. If she pays pays $7, I get four. Four. And so I was like. Okay. Just pay the $10. $10. Anyway, it made me very mad yesterday. And Russell was like, I mean, people barter. It's okay. And I'm like, it's not. That's not not that. when it's already $10. It's already super cheap. Okay. Anyway, that's what makes me bitter. Okay. How about you? I, <laughs> I had an embarrassing moment. Did you? I scheduled an appointment or a appointment. I scheduled an appointment. Mm-hmm. With my barber mm-hmm. on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Yep. And I showed up to the barber mm-hmm. shop mm-hmm. and I sat down. I was 15 minutes early and my barber was not there. His chair was empty, but every single other barber was there. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what the fuck? 
So here I am waiting, waiting, and he, my time comes up, and I'm just like, my barber's still not here. <laughs> what the fuck? So then I'm just like, maybe he canceled on me. So let me check my app, because I have an app for him. Right. And um, I check my app, and it says that it's still confirmed, says that it's still ready, and I look at it, and I'm a week early. <laughs> oh, gosh. And you're like... <laughs> and I was like, son of a bitch! <laughs> I feel like an idiot. <laughs> and I'm just like, all of these barbers know who I come to see. So none of them... <laughs> and none of them wanted to none, tell you? No, none of them stopped to question, like, was I... Did I have an appointment today? Because none of them were my barber. Right. Because they know who my barber is. So they just let me sit there. <laughs> And I was just like, son of a bitch. Did you flip him off when you left? No, I, I would have. Like I would have been like, fuck you guys. <laughs> I pretended like I was answering a phone call and just walked out. <laughs> that is awesome. And then I canceled my appointment for the next week. <laughs> so now you're just going to go without. Yeah, I had to do it myself. Oh, well, damn. Yep. Oh, well. I don't do it as well as my barber, but I can do it. I guess. <laughs> like, it's fine. I may have three sets of clippers and hair trimmers, but you know what? I don't really want to. <laughs> That's okay. Anyway, so yeah, embarrassing moment. I was so upset. <laughs> I'm sorry. Lo siento. Oh. Okay, moving on. <laughs> um, Alex. Yes. What is sweet this week? I am going to tire this out. Because I've done this before. Okay. What does that mean? I, this has been my sweet before. Oh, okay. Go ahead. My hair. My hair. <laughs> yes, it has been your sweet before. It's getting really long. It is. And um, when I went to my hairstylist last time, I asked her um, what I could do if I wanted to start swimming again. Mm -hmm. And she told me literally just wash it the second I get out of the pool. Okay. Because I was so just go to the showers that you yeah, usually just go pull to the showers right. and um, just take my own shampoo and conditioner probably, mm -hmm. and um, just wash. rinse and wash immediately as soon as I'm done with the pool. And she says it wouldn't really make much of a difference at all. Nice. Because I used to swim a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. It was my favorite thing to I do. I love swimming. I love to swim, and I had stopped swimming for a really long time because it started to dry out my hair. Mm. And my hair was getting really long. Some people put conditioner in their in hair. In their hair and then go swimming. Yes. yes, I have seen that and I've tried that before as well. Well, I don't know if you know about this. <laughs> Another part of my suite is that I went to South Padre. Yes, I did know that. And I was in the ocean and I didn't have to worry about my hair drying out because even though there is salt in the ocean, of course, there's a lot of <coughs> sodium, but it wasn't chlorine. So sure. it, it didn't have the same effect on my hair. Nice. And I fucking missed swimming. Yes, I love it. So it's so fun. When I went to my hair lady, my hairstylist, she told me to literally just wash it and it wouldn't make a difference as soon as I step out. Now, I would be having to wash my hair every single time I went swimming, mm -hmm. which would be more often than I normally wash my hair because I normally wash my hair like twice, maybe three times a week. Right. Depending. Mm -hmm. But if I started going swimming and I bought a membership and everything and I started going swimming again regularly, I would literally be washing my hair more like five times a week. We should do that. We should. Um, there's a, a pool at like Gold's Gym. I go to my mom's gym. Oh, there you go. We yeah. should go swimming. We should. I love swimming. If you want to come mm -hmm. with me. Yeah. 
I bought swim just let chunks. me know. I bought swim chunks and everything so yeah. I could start swimming again. Anyway, long tangent. That's um, fine. I, I like the tangent because now <laughs> I know that you're going to go swimming and you should tell me when. Yes, I can do that. Okay, good. But anyway, so my hair is going to be perfectly fine. I nice. was really worried that it was going to start drying out, but it hasn't dried so out. I was so worried about I my really hair. I really was because I, I didn't want to have to cut it. I understand. And I didn't want it to turn green. Yeah. Normally that's only if you're blonde. I've heard that it doesn't really apply for brunettes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> brunettes. I've never Unless seen... you dye your hair a lot, and then maybe it would. But And you don't dye your hair. Another fun fact about me, because now we're... Pl- I, I, maybe this is a dating This game. is a, a, a fun <laughs> fact podcast about Alex. I've never once dyed my hair. I've, yeah. always, I've always done cuts and styles, but I've never dyed it. I've never done anything crazy. Yeah, I had never dyed it until college. Mm. And then after college, I was like, oh, I can dye my hair. I can do that. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah. What Thank about you. you? What's your suite? Um, so I've done a lot of my wedding invitations. They're really pretty. Yes. I love them. <laughs> but I, uh, I uh, wrote the addresses and I put my stamps on. And so I just need to mail them. But... I've done the majority, a large portion of my invitations. So it makes me feel like I am doing okay. Yes. I'm doing <laughs> adult things. Yes. And I'm doing proper wedding things and things are good. Yay. So that's it. So you're not as stressed as you were. Yeah. I still feel a little stressed, stressed. but, um, it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. It will. My mom asked what day your wedding was because I think she wants to take a few days off. I'll tell her after the podcast because I don't want everybody coming. Because <laughs> I just know that we'll get all of our Germans and all of our... <laughs> they'll fly over and come to my wedding. We have a lot. Shout out to all of our internationals. Yeah, we do. Uh, don't come to my wedding. Last time I checked, we were in 19 countries. I can't afford for you to come. But that was a couple months back. But I'd love for you to come. So maybe we're higher than that. Maybe. But anyway. You're not invited to the wedding. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. I can only invite a certain number and... You're not it. You're not it. (laughs) (laughs) We're already pushing it. Lo siento. (laughs) Lo siento. (laughs) Okay, guys. um, Let's wrap it up. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, those of you who have yet to decide... Um, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please feel free to get a hold of us. All of our contact information will be in the description, as always. And until next time, beautiful farewells, everybody. Bye. Hasta luego.